Hey everyone, can you believe it's almost October? It got me to thinking about seasons as we're approaching the fall. We often hear people talk about seasons of life. They say such things as, oh, what a tough season this has been, or I'm entering into a new season of life. When I was a student, I found myself living and planning my life in semesters. I love the semesters of planning goals and reaching those goals in short periods of time, actually. Planning my life in semesters, it was really good for me. Those short-term goals got me to my ultimate goal, the degree in which I was earning. Well, let me tell you, after three degrees and learning how to plan my life in semesters, I missed school. But thank God, I learned to live my life in seasons. My husband's probably pretty happy about that too, because, you know, tuition and all that. But actually, seasons are a lot like semesters. They have the same names. There's fall, winter, spring and summer. And guess what? Here we are, entering into another new season, the season of fall. What are your goals going to be for this season? Let the old fall off and let the new step into place. Our minds are powerful, and once, once we set our minds to do something, we engage that power to enforce it. A new season, it's about filling those old places with some new things to try and to give the opportunity to change as well. You don't have to wait for a new year. A new season is here. Choose some things that you want to seek to change and have the opportunity and do your research and most of all, pray about it. God will answer you. Usually at the top of everyone's change list, resolution list, is, ta-da, health, weight, etc. Time to get healthy. It's at the top of the list of every new year. You see all the workout equipment. It all comes out in the ads, on TV and in the newspaper. So something just didn't stick last time for some reason. The desire to have it, it just wasn't as strong to help keep us pushing and pressing on to lose that weight, to get into shape, to do all the things that we had planned to do. We all know that it has to be something, something for us that clicks, something that keeps us on track, keeps us motivated enough. They say that a habit takes 21 days to stick. So don't give up before that time. I remember trying to fast and I actually went on a 21-day Daniel fast. And since I was going to be traveling overseas in a few months, we were going to be traveling and walking a lot, and I decided to give up my Diet Coke addiction. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I pretty much only drank Diet Coke. And I was thinking about all the walking and the ancient cities and having to go places and wondering where you're going to find a restroom and all that. So I decided it might be a good idea to fast from that and try to break off my habit. So after about 20, let's see, no, it was 18 days 
about 18 days after I started my two fast, I felt I could go even further with my Daniel fast and my Diet Coke fast. And it, I did take it to 40 days. I did succeed. Each season, we should cleanse ourselves spiritually and emotionally and physically. These past few seasons have really been tough. I have made several changes in my life that have stuck with me over half of my life. As I share with you, I want to have to ask you to have your notepad and uh, and write things down that you desire to change and begin to think of a plan and just write down notes, you know, things that are going to help you to be able to reach your goals. I think planning it out and seeing it. I mean, I am such a visual learner, so I, and I'm a I'm a goal list checker. I like to be able to check things off. So I encourage you with that to find steps that help make the changes that you want to see in your future beginning now. We don't have to wait till the first of the year to do this. Let's get started now so that by the time the holiday season comes, you know, whether it's health things or it's other things, we can feel good about ourselves and where we're at. So to those of you who've been listening to my podcast, I'm about to share something that you probably don't know about me yet. I am a vegetarian, and I believe in holistic care, and I'm a student of herbalism, the study of herbs. Sometimes people try to poke fun at me or post stuff on Facebook, teasing me about not eating meat. You know who you are. (laughs) You know, you've seen all those vegetarian jokes they like to throw at you if you're a vegetarian. If not, you're the one throwing the jokes, right? Well, that's okay. I get teased about that fact, you know, and it's all right. I get um, also teased that I make um, my concoctions of natural remedies that's working with herbs and oils for healing and health. I have even been growing my own herbs as well. They will go on to say such things referring to me as a witch doctor as they witness me working on my so-called weeds. What I find funny is they assume that I don't eat meat because I am some activist like PETA, People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, or they simply assume that I don't like meat. They are totally wrong on all accounts. So I'm going to answer some questions and share and stir some motivation in the areas that hopefully that, you know, you need some motivation in, in the areas that you're interested in and that you may seem to not be getting anywhere with, but by hearing somebody else's story, maybe that will help you to feel inspired to move on. Just possibly, I may get you to consider eating a little less meat or no meat at all, and holistic care may be something that might work for you as well. But I'm simply touching points, and I want to encourage you to further your own research and seek the questions that you may have. So the reason that these things I have decided to incorporate into my life over the years is this. 
Once upon a time, I used to suffer a sore throat, some congestion, tiredness, and depression. And this whole thing would happen at once in a repetitive cycle, like a two-week cycle period. It would come for a week or two, and it would be gone for a couple of weeks, and then it was back again, just like all of a sudden, just like clockwork. So this was also shortly after I had moved to Texas, and I already made some major lifestyle changes. I wanted some answers, and so I sought God on it. If you've listened to my testimony of faith, which is in episode four, Faith or Fear, Win or Lose, then you know that God usually speaks to me whenever I'm doing something because I'm I'm working, doing something and talking to him. But um, it was a lot like when I was in the kitchen um, at the sink doing dishes, whenever I asked him to heal a situation in my life. And God then told me to turn on the TV on a specific channel at that very moment. This time, I was just spending time with God, talking to him about where to further seek the help that I needed to stay healthy. Um, he again told me on to turn on the TV on this particular station, and that very moment, there was a man on there speaking, and his name was Harvey Diamond, and he was speaking on health and lifestyle changes. He had written a book entitled Fit for Life. And even after all of these years, you can find this particular book as well as his other books on Amazon. And I will link that in the description. I sat there and I listened to all that he had to say, and it was truly interesting. And it made a whole lot of sense to me so much that I ordered his book and it did change my life. He talked about food combining and how that affects the digestive system and how if you eat outside of the right combination, you will feel more tired and sluggish. Your best combination choice is not to eat the meat with the starch. Diamond gave the example of when you eat meat, eat it with a salad or veggies, not starch veggies and no bread. It's starch. When you do eat those wrong foods together, he says the food doesn't break down and digest as quickly as it should. Instead, it sits and it rots in your stomach like 48 to 72 hours, much, much longer than it should be there. He says that the most energy your body uses is digestion and it makes you tired. Bingo! It makes you tired. He says that it takes more energy to digest than a competing Olympian athlete who uses up his energy in a competition. It's a reason why after we eat that Thanksgiving meal, we want to take a nap. He talked about things which are in our foods that are not life-giving, but they're robbing us of our energy and therefore our lives. Diamond shared his plan that, in fact, had been in the works of success for a while already. He shared how sick he had been. Harvey Diamond, he is an Agent Orange survivor. He attributes how natural health, food combining, and his attention to his lymph system 
has helped him survive his exposure to the Agent Orange. Let me ask you, how often do you hear someone surviving that? He's still alive today. He began taking steps in the right direction to heal and take care of himself. His story is absolutely amazing. Since I've discovered Harvey Diamond's lessons, many years have passed, and now I'm hearing health experts begin to introduce these very same concepts. And I have often thought of God's original plan for us, as in Adam and Eve living and eating in the Garden of Eden, you know, before they ate from the Tree of Knowledge, and then that they were forbidden to eat from, and then sin came into our lives. I feel like God's plan was for us to live and utilize the things he has provided for us in the garden, just as he designed our bodies to build immunities and heal us. As our creator of this world, he has provided us with all that we would need to survive. For health, I believe in fasting and on a daily basis for a certain number of hours, and how I believe that this helps cleanse our system and it provides us with more energy. I remember Diamond teaching on how our blood is at its thickest, which is about the cleansing state between the hours of 4 a.m. and 12 p.m. He taught about what to drink and eat during those times, which was fresh fruits and fresh juices, not concentrate, and water, that those things, those things alone would not break the fast. So if you got hungry or feeling weak in between those times, these would provide you what you needed. And these were some of the quickest things to digest. Didn't take a lot of energy. The words spoken to me, they just helped me to feel encouraged to add these kinds of things to my health plan, these tools Now you hear about intermittent fasting on every turn of the current health trend. They even have apps for it, unlike the days when publishing Diamond's book. I also believe in fasting for prayer. It it is not only good for the body, it is so good for the soul. It's beneficial for your prayer life to be successful. So, yes, I do enjoy the taste and the smell of meat. It doesn't gross me out. I can even cook it for you. I choose not to eat it because I don't want sore throats and allergies and depression, all the things that seem to attack me a lot before I made this lifestyle change, which worked for me. Doctors have told me that if I ever decided to go back to eating meat, I would probably be pretty sick for a while and have to slowly work my way up in eating it. There have been times that there have been a few dishes that I didn't realize meat was in it, and this did confirm what the doctors had said. So I say, no thank you, I am okay with sacrificing that taste. I find plenty of ways to substitute my menu. Just take the meat out of it. There you go. For example, Mexican food. I love it. Substitute beans for the meat. And I am okay. 
Diamond spoke on what was being fed to the cattle to help them weigh more when they went to the scales to be sold. I will spare you the details. There were a number of things that stuck in my mind that I couldn't ignore. So in my late 20s, I became a vegetarian. No, not a vegan, a vegetarian. My dad was a farmer whenever I was little, and the rest of his life, he loved gardening at home. So it became some of the strongest interest of we, his children. I often thought of what medicines they used back in the very beginning, the days of Jesus upon the earth, a time when there was no big pharma, and even the ability to even know how to save a mother and a child when a cesarean was needed, because that was the case when I had my children. One of my adopted grandmothers had shared with me one of her frightening experiences with... um whenever she was a little girl, and she witnessed a woman who was in labor and was going to die because she couldn't give birth to her child. They had to cut her stomach open and take the baby out because they didn't know how to save her life, only the babies. I thank God that I was born in the time that he chose for me to be born. Otherwise, I would have died too and never known my child, and my child would have never known me. Then there was this very first time that I traveled to Italy, and I saw all of the glorious produce, that amazing, tasty, and juiciness just dripping down upon the streets as I walked around eating it. I was in vegetarian heaven as the sweet old Italian farmer is excited and eager for me to try every piece of produce that he could give me to taste. Those Italians, they love seeing Americans excited. Their beautiful crops and even their cows were some of the biggest cows I've ever seen eating on the most greenest of grasses that I've ever experienced. And I'm from Texas, y'all. Then someone mentioned how they couldn't use pesticides there. So there goes my mind again, thinking again about how this is the way of life I want for my family. In all foods, grow your own or buy organic. Do away with as much processed foods and pesticides as you can. They were created to not only preserve what you eat, but to make you sick and to keep you depending on doctors and medicines. It's an intentional racket. I believe we are blessed with many, many wonderful doctors, but I'm speaking about the ones who want to heal, not the ones who want to keep you coming back for more and padding their pockets. I have had a general practitioner and a holistic doctor, both seek separate methods. I seek my holistic doctor first for anything and everything. I had the general doctor so that if something happened to me, say I needed a surgery or I was in an accident, or of course they took my insurance for those purposes, I had to have um, a backup plan. You know, we all need a backup plan. On the holistic side, I am a product of this type of healing, and I've had a lot of success, not only for myself, but for my family. 
I believe and I trust the holistic way. However, I felt it most beneficial to know more for myself, and then I could also help my family. I'm thinking about how medications only band-aid problems. They maintain the problem. They are not the cure. So we need to be curing, not enabling that issue to live on in us. It should always be about the cure and not to maintain a disease. If we can change the outcome by the way of a lifestyle change, then why not do that and expand your life? I want truth. I want cures. And I think about what medicines did they use before there were doctors and those band-aids and the biggest industry there is who sell those band-aids and pay those doctors to use them. What was God, our healer's plan? So I began to research and discover herbs and oils that were used then, and I wanted to use those instead. So I went to where we always go to, where's that? Google and YouTube. And I began and I found someone that I truly connected with on a personal, spiritual, and educational level that totally made sense to me, that answered my questions. I enjoyed listening to him, and even my children admitted that they enjoyed listening to him, too, when I was studying. It was like I knew him. It's like I had to listen to him every day. He had said from the moment he had began to have a conversation with me that he knew that there was a spiritual connection, and I learned so much from him, and he offered this major class all online, and he did Zoom meetings, and I felt so connected to the others taking the class as well. He called us all family. I will link his website in the description as well. They say that each season is good for us to do a cleanse and a fast. Cleanse physically, cleanse spiritually. I even believe in a spiritual cleansing and blessing over our homes each season. Every season throughout the year, I believe there is a need for a purging of some things in our lives. Make our load going into this fall a little lighter. Think about what are some of the things that you want to get rid of? What are some new habits that you want to form to make happen? So here we are. It is a new season. I have talked to you a lot in the past about healing from all that we've been through in the past year and a half to two years. God is calling me to stand strong. There have been a lot of things that I've felt under attack about. But you know, I have to stand strong. And I feel it. What is God calling you to do? What is He challenging you to do this season? And by the way, since the day, the first day of the fast that I was telling you about, I have never taken a sip of Diet Coke. Nope not in 12 years. When we are healthy, we are at our strongest. We are more willing. We are more inspired. We are more outgoing. It's about 
putting one foot in front of the other in order to get there. One day, you may get further, shoot. You may be on a roll, while other days, you at least have to take one step. As long as you are moving, no matter how slow you're going, you are accomplishing something and you will get there. Until next time, I want you to remember this. He who has health has hope and he who has hope has everything.